Hey, it's Jeffrey and Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hello and Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, so excited. We've hit 2024. It's really weird to be recording this at the end of 23 though, to come out in 24 because yeah, I just need to get ahead of the game. Otherwise my editor won't be able to edit it because I'm sure he'll be on holiday. So I thought, crikey, it's time to get it done. So let's talk about you. Will 2024 be your year? Come on, have you thought about it? Have you thought, yes, this year is for me? And you know what? If you haven't, make the decision now. Make that decision right now that say, yes, 2024 is going to be an epic year. And I love even numbers. So the number two, zero, two, and four are all even, perfect. 2024 is an even number and it all adds up to an even number. So I'm super happy that 2024 just says everything for me. What does it say for you though? So we are talking to you, your psyche, your belief system, all of those things about you today, because we want you, I want you to reach your fullest potential. And for those that don't know me, I'm your host, Hilary Saxton, and I'm here to inspire you or to at least get you thinking that, hey, there there are potentially things you could be doing differently to make you live some life, the life that you really want. So before we can decide on how we move forward, and how 2024 is going to be our year, we need to reflect on 2023. And did it go how you wanted it? And I know we kind of touched on this in early November last year, but just sort of right now, as you're listening to this, wherever you are, maybe sunbathing at the beach, maybe you're at the pool, maybe you're, I'm assuming you're on holiday, you could be anywhere. You could be out doing your morning exercise session or whatever. But whatever you're doing, have a think. Did 2023, did you tick a few boxes? Can you sort of pass the annual rocking chair test? I often refer to the rocking chair test as the thing we do at the end of our life. We're sitting on the porch, we're rocking on our chair and we think, yeah, that was good. I did what I wanted. I did everything I wanted and I'm really happy with how life went. Of course, we all have ups and downs, but I did some good things and I'm pleased with a lot of the decisions I made. I'm really grateful that I took action and got what I wanted. I feel myself smiling. So we could call this the annual rocking chair test. Are you having one of those? Did you have an annual smile and think, yeah, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Okay, well, let you in on a secret. I did, but there's a few buts. As soon as I did but and everything after the buts, what you're really saying. So there's the, it's left me with a few questions about direction for next year and what I want to do and I have to spend that time unpacking that which is kind of a little bit about what we're going to do today for you. So looking at 2023, if you're honest with yourself, what could you have done better? 
when you look back, do you think, oh, I probably should have done that. Okay, I could have done that. And moving into 2024, I will make that change. Do you have any of those moving forward? That's a, a really great tip. What changes do you need to make with your actions and behaviors and thought patterns or anything that you do? What changes do you need to make so that you do have a a better year this year or improve in some way if that's what you want? So how was it? And will you be making changes? Hmm, Good question. So now let's look at 2024. And I say, why not you? And why not you is one of my signature talks that I do to four people. It's my motivational talk because I believe in why not you? Why not you? Just say it out loud. Why not you? Why not me? You can say to yourself, and why not you? Because you can have, do or be whatever it is that you want. If you are stuck somewhere in your life, you have the opportunity right now to decide, and that is the key, to decide to make a change and then make that change. I'm not saying it's going to be super easy, but I am saying with small actions consistently, you will and can you can and will get to where you want to go. And that's really the crux of it all. It begins right now with a decision. So what is that thing that you want to do, have or be this year in 2024? What is it? First, we need to get inquisitive and you need to start wondering, what is it? I wonder what I do want. Or maybe you automatically know because you've actually spent enough time thinking about it and putting it off. And then it's time to start acting. It's time to recognize your potential and understand that the only thing standing between you and your goals is you, okay? That's a bit of a hard one to swallow. So sometimes you've got to start thinking, yes, this is something that I can have and then go do it. So what is it? And are you ready to do it? So what is it that you do want to achieve? We've reflected and it could be, you know, climbing the career ladder, starting that new business, prioritizing your health, getting a relationship, fixing something, whatever, getting unstuck from somewhere and improving something. But the first thing you need to do is define the goal. And you hear me say this over and over, clarity is key because your brain is like a heat-seeking missile. And the minute you tell it what you want, it will go and try find it for you. So for the property developers amongst you, what is it that you want? Give it that goal. For the career woman out there, what do you want? What is it that you want? For the people not liking their current health situation, what do you want? What do you want? For those who want more happiness, more laughing and giggling, what does that look like? You need to decide what it is that you look like. Then you have to start taking the steps toward achieving that. And we have to break that down, of course. So the next question I really want to ask you is, how hard do you try? Are you one of those people that tries for a wee bit and gives up? Because effort is key. And sometimes things that are really worth having aren't always easy and they're not always straightforward. And success just doesn't happen overnight. I did that as a podcast, didn't I? The overnight success, it doesn't even exist. And it's really only cultivated through persistence, effort and resilience. So it's not about how many times you fall, but it's about how many times you get up. And anything worth having is going to take a bit of effort. So are you prepared to put that effort in, in 24? Are you prepared to do that? Ironically, oh my goodness, I've just signed up. I've been looking for a new coach, so I've just signed up for something in January. And it's a guy that I follow, and he's over in the UK. So he's 
got a program going for January and he's just working with 10 people and I just jumped on it. I thought, yep, that's it. And I'll give you the inspiration for the why on this, but it means I'm going to have to get up at four in the morning because of the timing. But I thought, you know what? I've got to get up at four in the morning for four times. I generally get up at five anyway because, you know, it's beautiful and light where I live in Queensland and I love, I wake up then and it's just natural. So it's not really going to be that difficult. And so what? I'll get a little bit tired. That's not really the end of the world. I can have a wee snooze or go to bed earlier. So I'm going to have to put the effort in. But my inspiration for that was I have got a lovely client, Emma, and I know she listens. So Emma, you were a bit of an inspiration to me this morning when you and I spoke about what you wanted to do. And just a bit of background, I work with a few people outside of our business, only two really, a year, and Emma is one of them because she's just a gorgeous go-getter. And when I meet somebody who is really putting the effort in on life and doing the work and they ask for my help, I am so there and I'm so behind them. So she rang me about something, but when she and I were having a session a couple of weeks ago, she asked me, where do you go to do something? She wanted some help with email writing, et cetera, like automations, something you set up once. So it's not really necessary to learn as an entrepreneur because you don't have to do it all that often. She just needed the structure set up, the writing of the email she can manage herself. So I happened to be talking to another coach friend of mine and she and I do a live on Instagram once a week and just prior to going on, she said, oh, my partner is setting up this business where he's helping people get started. She said, you don't know anyone needing to get uh, that up and running, do you? And I was like, I so do. I have got the perfect person, Emma, who is a delight. So you know when you meet good people, you put good people with good people. So Emma jumped on that. Since then, they had a conversation and she's offered her something which she took up. But Emma jumped on an opportunity. And it just reminded me that we have to jump on opportunities. Something presents itself to us. Something presented itself to Emma. And instead of charging her what she normally charges, she probably thought, okay, client, friend of Hillary's. And she gave it to her at a discounted rate. If you want, you can have it for this. And when Emma told me that Kat had offered it to her and she said, yep, straight away, I don't even have to think about it. I just thought, wow. And that is it. Sometimes we spend too much time waffling around and should I, I'm not sure, and we take too long and we don't make that decision and that opportunity is gone. And I call that, and you would have heard me speak about this if you've listened to any of the other stuff that I do, but I call it making yourself lucky. Emma is making herself lucky. She's an amazing coach and she is making herself lucky right now. And by acting fast and making that decision, wow, she's just catapulted what, how long it could have taken her and how long it would have taken her. And so when I had the opportunity to, I've had a couple of conversations with people, I'm just looking for the person that I want. And the person I want is quite specific. I want somebody who's going to really push me. I need that one-on-one person that is really just driving me to do what I need to do. And I need the accountability. There's just some boxes that I have to have. But when Emma had said that, and I got this opportunity, I was like, yep, I'm in. I need to do that. So thank you, Emma. So how hard do I try? Well, I am going to be getting up very, very early, but many of us do who work in the area of, I don't know, self-improvement or wanting to achieve 
we don't sort of get out of bed at 7.30 and get to work at 8.30, get home at 5, cook dinner and watch TV. We're just not those sort of people, are we? We are doing stuff. We are motivated to want more. And even for me, it's it's motivated to go to golf, you know, early morning and take golf lessons or speaking, have a speaking coach and go in competitions and push myself. So I have to practice that in the spare time that I have. But it's all about trying hard. So how hard do you try? And be really honest with yourself. If there's something that you want to achieve and you reflect on 2023, did you try hard enough? And I look back and I think, yeah, in some ways I did, but in some ways I didn't. And I could try harder. So I'm going to be trying harder. But thanks for that wee push. Lovely, Emma. And the next is, do you believe you can? Because, oh my goodness, well, 2024 will be your year if you believe it will be. Right now, you can make that decision. Yes, 2024 is going to be my year because self-belief is such a powerful tool. When you believe in yourself, you just unlock a level of motivation and resilience that can propel you toward your goals like nothing, like nothing else. So when you have that belief, it just gives you that level of motivation. And we can talk about building on that belief in 2024. You can build on the belief that you have in yourself, build on it. I think the classic example is, and I'm sorry to go back to always about the Toastmaster thing, but going in that first competition a couple of years ago and then going the second year, not making it to the finals, and then this year in year three, just deciding I'm going to the end. I'm not there yet, but my goal is that end stage and I am doing the work to get there. But I do believe that I can get there. And it's funny, (laughs) I do know that the All Blacks, the New Zealand rugby team, they have a strategy similar. They probably didn't work for them this year, who knows. But their goal is to make the Rugby World Cup final. It's never to win the final. You always go, I want to be there and that's where I am. Once I get to there, then I'll change it to winning there. But it's the small steps that get me to that final stage. I have to win this competition. Then I need to win the next competition. Then I need to critique and make sure it's perfect and practice and win the next competition. So it's it's really about having that belief that it's possible for me to get to there. So do you have an absolute unshakable belief that you can achieve the thing that you want? Do you have that? What are you thinking right now? Do we have a, a head nod? Do we have a head shake? Because that's what you need. You need to believe that it is possible for you. And while we're on that, you also need to like yourself more. Oh, that one does my head in. Seriously, you need to like yourself more. You need to love you. And do you love you? Mm, I think some of us could work on that a lot. You need to like who you are, warts and all. You must. Okay, so once we've nailed that self-belief for 24, knowing that we can have the thing that we want, we need to look at what it is that you're going to need to change. And when I say change is... I've started off, why not you? Why not you? And then what is it that you want to achieve? Then how hard are you willing to try? Do you believe that you can? Now, what do you need to change? Because when we look at what do you need to change, usually to attain something, we have to give something up. And a classic example is to attain a healthier, leaner body, we have to give up some of the bad food we might be eating or to attain that we might need to give up sitting around on the couch and we may need to exercise more or go to the gym or whatever that might be for you. So 
for you to attain a healthier bank account? Do you need to give up spending? Do you need to give up, you know, mindless scrolling through your phone to spend money on stuff that you don't need? Is that one of the things you're going to have to give up? Or do you need to give up some sleep just to give up some of that relaxing sleep time to spend the time working toward the thing that you want? And that could be anything at all. Do you need to give up time watching television? I think I could probably give up a bit of that at the moment. I've got a little bit caught into the crown. It's dragged me in, a bit of a vortex going on, so I need to pull out of that one. But what is it for you? What are you going to give up or make a change to so that you can achieve what you want? So if that making a change is big, then remember my advice, always just do small things make the changes small so they're not too hectic and so that you will (laughs) carry on toward them. Because the last thing that you want to do is set yourself up for failure. So what is it? And I do remember a long time ago, I had a client, really early days in my coaching, and she actually hired me for a year because I used to do, I used to do 12 weeks at a time. And at the end of the 12 weeks, she just did, can I do another 12 weeks? And could I do another 12 weeks and another 12 weeks? And we worked weekly. So she had massive life change. But there was so much chaos in her world that she really needed to work on a lot of things. She needed to work on liking herself. She needed to, this is a good oh, 15 years ago, needed to work on liking herself. She needed to work on oh, just breaking some really bad patterns that she had, one in relationships the relationship pattern that she had with food was out of control. Organization, chaos, the way she allowed people to treat her, the way she treated herself. There was so much that we worked through and we would spend 12 weeks or three months working toward three goals. And those changes that she made, and I think that that's why she got so much out of it, but the changes she made were all quite small. And each week we would you know, aim to achieve this and And just be aware of what was going on for her and recognizing her patterns. Because as a coach, you can't necessarily say you're doing this because they don't want to hear it. People have to understand and realize what's going on. I can make it blatantly obvious and hopefully get asked the right questions for her to realize what was happening. But we did have amazing changes. She had huge changes and it changed the trajectory of her career. She went from terrible relationships where no, they were just terrible to being happily married now with a few kids that just the changes have been amazing and I always feel so proud of her and I never met her for that whole year because she lived in another complete town from me miles away and then once she actually drove to meet me and that was really exciting so those were the small changes that she was prepared to make but you can do that too just make small changes and we have to reflect. We have to realize what we did well or didn't do well. We have to see what we're doing and notice them. We can't just assume that we will remember because we don't remember. Humans do not remember. I mean, most of us don't even know what we had for dinner last week, but we don't remember situations or, you know, we don't reflect enough to see how far we've grown or to notice that we're in a pattern that's actually not serving us, that's not doing us you know, any favours at all. So back to you, what is it that you need to change? And are you prepared to? And that goes back to how hard are you willing to try? And like I said, that just begins with a decision. So let's go back. Why not you? What are your thoughts there? 
can you just shake your head and go, heck yeah, why not me? 2024, why not me? And the only thing standing between you and your goal is you. So get out of your own way and decide it's happening. Then decide what it is that you want because you've already looked back at 23, you know, reflect on how that went and what you would like to improve on there. And then what is it that you want for 24? It doesn't matter what it is. Just decide that you want something and decide that you're going to do it. And then really think about how hard you're wanting to try. It's about the effort, the resilience, the persistence. Those are big words, effort, persistence, and resilience. They're good words. And when you are committed to those three words and committed to really putting the effort in, then you will succeed. It doesn't matter how many times you fall, you just get back up and you get back up and you get back up. You're like a child learning to walk. I remember watching my little my little grandy cha-cha, Charlie, so cute. I saw him do his first steps. But then after that, I watched him fall over, get back up, fall over, get back up. And we do it as children. But as we get older, we tend to stop. We feel those little fall overs and bumps as failures and we just give up. So you need to decide how hard you're going to try and commit to that. And then it's about believing that you can. Charlie believed that he could walk. He had no belief that he couldn't. It was inside of him. It was natural. And that's all children. When they learn to walk, they just have an internal built-in belief that that is what you keep doing. In fact, years and years ago, I learned to water ski, but I didn't know much about water skiing at all, really. And I learned to water ski on one ski in one day, which is almost unheard of. But I didn't know that that's not what people did. So because I didn't know that, I had no no barriers. I just did what I was told. Okay, stand at the side of the boat on two skis, hold that learner's bar. Okay, got that. Put a little short rope on that. Yep, got that. Stand at the back. Yep, got that. So now what? Okay, now we get on one ski. This is all in the same day. And I stood beside the bar on one. I was like, well, that's a bit scary. And I, of course I fell off and fell over and all of that. Then I went on a short rope. And that's about a meter and a half long beside the boat. And then out the back on a long ski rope I learned to water ski one ski in one day but that was because I believed I could because I didn't know that that wasn't normal so wow when you put that in context do you totally believe you can and how hard was I trying I was trying incredibly hard just like Charlie learning to walk because he doesn't know any different. He just knows that you get back up and keep doing it. And before you know it, you're just a normal, he's like running and he's the cutest thing in the world. And then looking at what is it that you need to change? What is it? What habits? What mindsets? What do you need to, what circumstances do you need to evolve so you can move forward? And remember, it's just little changes over time. And those little changes the aggregation of marginal gains, those one percenters, one percenters, 14 minutes a day is one percent of your day. What could you do that would make a massive change by this time next year when you're listening and you send me an email and say, oh my gosh, Hillary, I listened to that podcast and this is what's happened. Oh, give me an update halfway through, even first quarter. Okay. And that's another good point, first quarter, but I think I'll make that coming into my next podcast. But as we wrap up, remember 2024 can indeed be your year it's like the canvas for you to paint your success you need to believe in yourself you need to define your goals and you need to embrace the effort and be ready to adapt and grow because 
as you do evolve, you will grow and you've got to be ready for that. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Remember, please, I would so appreciate it if you shared this podcast with somebody. I would love to grow it. So I want you to, yeah, hit the share button and share the love. And then the other thing, as usual, please text a friend and tell them how amazing they are. Anyway, that's me, end of podcast one for 2024, reminding you that your potential is limitless. 2024 is waiting for you to shine. So until next time, keep moving forward and let's make this a phenomenal year. All right, catch you next week.